3: Kroger Tender Ray Beef, no other beef so fresh can be so tender, presents Hearts in Harmony, transcribed. We'd like to ask a question about your family. Would you say they're hard to please at dinner time? Well, if they are, here's a tip for you. You can have a successful meal anytime when you serve Kroger quality beef. Yes, just serve Kroger quality beef and you'll find your meal has plenty of eye appeal and taste appeal for that family of yours. And when you visit your nearest Kroger store and buy Kroger quality beef, buy it with confidence, for it's the very best beef you can get right now. It's delicious, it's tender, it's juicy, and it's bound to be a wonderful treat for you and your family. Watch how delighted your folks are when they see what's on the menu, for beef is almost everybody's favorite meat. Yes, lady, you can be sure of delighting everybody when you serve your family's favorite cut of Kroger-quality beef. Visit your Kroger store, step up to the counter, and ask for Kroger-quality beef the way you like it best. And remember this, Kroger-quality beef is the best beef you can get right now. Buy Kroger-quality beef with confidence at your neighborhood Kroger store. And now, hearts in harmony. Penny Gibbs' brother, Pat, has returned from New York on a brief visit to Rossville to see his infant daughter, Valerie. And he's extremely upset because Penny will not tell him exactly what she's doing in her job for the wealthy Carrie Carlton. After arguing with her most of the night, the next morning, Pat says, Penny,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I'm going to give you one more chance.
2: One more chance to do what, Pat?
0: Tell me what you're doing for Mrs. Carlton.
2: I'm sorry, Pat, I Penny, can't... I
0: insist... Either you tell me what kind of work you're doing for that has to be so secret, or or quit the job altogether.
2: I'm sorry, but I'm not going to do either.
0: You're going to do one or the other. Am I? Yes, you are.
2: Look, Pat, let's not talk about it anymore.
0: We'll talk about it until you tell me about it. And all about it.
2: Darling, you don't understand. I can't tell you. I promised Mrs. Carlton I wouldn't.
0: That much I understand. But what I don't understand is... Why does Mrs. Carlton want all this to be so secret? I don't know. You don't know?
2: That's right, I don't know.
0: Penny Gibbs, you mean to tell me you took a job from a woman with a reputation as weird as Mrs. Carlton's and you don't even know what the job is? Oh,
2: Pat, I know most of what I have to do. I'm Mrs. Carlton's confidential secretary.
0: I know, you told me that last night. And being her secretary is all right, and being confidential is all right, too but being confidential can be carried too far.
2: Look, Pat, it's no use, and you might just as well realize it right now. I'm not going to tell you what I'm doing.
0: Because, uh, perhaps you don't know?
2: I don't know all of it yet, no. My duties are being assigned to me one at a time.
0: And just what are these duties? That's what I'd like to know.
2: You should be able to guess that. I'm to do whatever Mrs. Carlton wants me to do.
0: And I suppose... If she tells you to throw yourself in front of a speeding locomotive as a confidential secretarial, you'll have to do that too, Confidential.
2: Oh, Pat, don't be ridiculous.
0: I'm not being ridiculous. I'm just trying to bring you to your senses. You might as well throw yourself in front of a train as to go into something you have no knowledge of. As it seems to me, you haven't half an idea what you're doing for Mrs. Carlton. Pat,
2: you listen to me. Mrs. Carlton is an old woman. She's very wealthy, and there are certain things she wants done.
0: What certain things?
2: The things I'm to do for.
0: That still doesn't answer my question. What certain things?
2: I can't say.
0: You just refuse, don't you?
2: Well, I should think that would be pretty clear by now.
0: All right. I won't ask for what I can't get. But I'd like to know what went on in those two hours you visited yesterday.
2: Freddie actually followed me yesterday.
0: Yes, he did. Until he lost you in the downtown traffic. Penny... He said the shades were drawn in the first house you visited. uh, A house on C Street, I think it was.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, then he followed me again?
0: Yeah. And from there to a house on Larchmont Avenue. After you'd been in the second house, the shades were drawn down there, too.
2: Why? Pat, if I told you that, I'd tell you everything.
0: Then tell me everything. Pat,
2: if it were only I who was involved, I wouldn't even keep the simplest secret from you, or the deepest or the darkest, what I'm doing involves a lot of people, and a great deal depends upon how well I do my job and how much of a secret I keep of it.
0: But how will it hurt for me to know what you're doing?
2: Pat, it wouldn't hurt for you to know. If anyone found out what I was doing, well, you feel partially to blame. And if you knew the immensity of the thing, you'd want no part of it.
0: Penny, what is Can it? Will you
2: stop asking me, please? I'm oh. never going to tell you, not till it's over. And then you'll find out for yourself.
0: Well, are you in any danger? Penny? No. Are you sure you're telling me the truth?
2: I'm not in any danger. But will you be? If the secret gets out, I might be.
0: Well, why will that make any difference?
2: Because the success of what I'm doing depends on the secrecy of it. That's why I can't even tell my own brother. Can't you see now why?
0: Hmm. Well, yes, no way. I wish you'd get out of it, Penny, not involve yourself in anything like this. I'm
2: not involved in anything, just doing a simple job.
0: Well, is it simple when it has to remain secret? And what kind of job takes you to homes where the blinds are drawn? What kind of a job has to be done in a spooky, hush-hush manner? This
2: kind of a job.
0: Obviously. But obviously, it's not the kind of job for you. Why not? Because it's not. It can't be a legitimate enterprise, Penny, because if it were, it wouldn't have to be done undercover. Penny, there's something wrong, there's something unhealthy about her, I just know it, because I know enough about Carrie Carlton. Look,
2: all you know about Mrs. Carlton is what you've heard about Mrs. Carlton. You've never met her, talked to her, or known anyone who has.
0: I know you, and I haven't heard you say anything about her to change my opinion of her.
2: If I told you what I know about her, I'd also be telling you what I'm doing for her, so I'm going to have to let you keep your opinion of her, right or wrong.
0: Will you deny that Mrs. Carlton is very close to being downright treacherous? I won't say. No, because you can't deny it. Penny, what's she done to you? What, what's she frightened you into doing? What kind of hold does she have on
2: you? None. None but a promise that I come to work for her, do what she asked of me, and keep it to myself.
0: Are you telling me the truth, Penny?
2: Darling, I've never lied to you.
0: All right. I'll stop trying to find out what you're doing. But Penny promised me something. What? If you ever get into any trouble... If you ever become involved in a mess that's too much for you, will you come to me for help? Of
2: course I will. You're the first person I turn to. Am I? You know that.
0: Then you will promise. If ever you're in trouble over this... You know I will.
2: But I'll never have to come to you, Pat. There won't ever be any trouble.
0: No? Well, I hope not. But I'm not sure about it, Penny. I'm not an alarmist, but I don't like your working for Mrs. Carlton. It's going to mean trouble. I just know it.
4: Hello, Professor Rogers. Well, Pat Gibbs, come on in. I thought you were in New York.
0: I was yesterday, Stuart. And I'll be there again tomorrow morning. Oh, I see. I just had to come to Rossville to see that daughter of mine.
4: Oh, some daughter, Pat. Those little ones grow fast, don't they? <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> do you get over to see her much? Oh, at least once a week. I guess I'll be an uncle to her the rest of her life. Uh, official or unofficial, Stuart? Uh, I'm afraid, Pat, that I'm not your sister's type. Oh, the trouble with you is you're afraid. <laughs> oh, but look, I'm not
0: here to play Cupid, Stuart. I want to ask you a favor. Oh, no luck in finding Suzanne in New York yet, huh? No, no, not the slightest hint of where she is. But that's not what I want to see you about. It's Penny. Oh? Stuart,
4: you know about her job with Carrie Carlton? Well, I know she's working for the Carlton woman, but that's all I know.
0: Then you've tried to find out what she's doing for her, have you? Yeah,
4: several times. And she won't tell you? Pat, she won't tell me a thing. You worried about her, too? Uh Uh-huh, very worried. That's why I've come to you.
0: Keep an eye on her, will you? You know I will. Do more than keep an eye on her if you can. Watch her closely. Her eyes show it when she's worried or in trouble. She promised she'd get in touch with me if there ever was any trouble,
4: but I know she won't. I want you to contact me if you think it's necessary. I'll not only do that, Pat, I'll help her out of any trouble I can. And if it'll make you feel any better, I'll tell you something. Well, I'll appreciate anything that'll make me feel better about Penny. Well, this should set you at ease a little. I think I have a certain place in your sister's life that'll never change as long as we know each other. When she's in trouble, she somehow, instinctively, seems to come to me. I know it's an imposition, Stuart, but... No, no, it's, it's not an imposition at all, Pat. It's very flattering to me, and under the circumstances, it should make you feel a lot more at ease about your sister's well-being. I'll watch out for her, but I won't really have to. If she's in trouble, she'll come to you, will she? Well, she has, and somehow I think she always will. Maybe I've just been lucky in the past, but somehow I've always been able to help her, too. No, no, don't worry about your sister, Pat. She'll be all right. Thanks, Stuart.
0: Thanks a lot. Don't tell Penny I came to you, though. She might start trying to avoid you, too, if she knew about this.
4: I'm surprised that the comfort-loving Madeline Dodge preferred my car to her own limousine this evening.
1: Oh, Stuart, darling, is that nice? You must actually think I'm a snob.
4: No, just so used to the finer things in life, or rather the more expensive things in life, that anything in the low-priced field can't possibly satisfy you.
1: Well, maybe that's why I like you so much. You're expensive. Oh, am I? mm mm-hmm. That laboratory at the University cost more than my weekly allowance, darling.
4: I didn't want that laboratory, not from you.
1: But you got it, didn't you, darling? And you got me, too.
4: I tried to refuse both, remember?
1: But you stopped refusing, didn't you? Well, you made it plain enough it would be wise if I did. Oh, darling, once we talk like this every evening, I want to have a good time tonight.
4: I'll see that you do. The uh, casino all right?
1: No, let's drive out farther. The Oaks have a much nicer orchestra and the lights are much lower.
4: Miss Dodge, when are you going to realize I'm a chemist and a school teacher
1: and nothing else? And when are you going to realize that I don't like chemists or school teachers, but I just can't do without you. Really? Why, you're especially rude tonight.
4: I'm trying hard enough to be.
1: Well, you'll still have to do better than that, darling. I don't discourage easily. And you know I'm very determined about you.
4: That's quite as obvious to me as my rudeness is to you. Well, so long as you're happy. Oh,
1: I'm deliriously happy these days. Oh. Stuart, do you know what's happened to your charming Penny Gibbs?
4: Has anything
1: happened to her? Well, nothing noticeable yet. But she's working for Carrie Carlton, you know.
4: Is she? Hmm. What makes you think so?
1: Oh, darling, really. Carrie's a neighbor of ours and a very good friend. She told me all about it. Your dear Miss Gibbs is her well, secretary.
4: So I've heard.
1: <laughs> Wait till you begin to hear the other things.
4: Oh, such as?
1: Oh, nothing you'll be really interested in by then. You know, I don't think our little Miss Gibbs knows quite what she's getting into.
4: Thank you. Thanks for warning me. I'll, I'll pass it on to her. <laughs>
1: right ahead if you care to, darling. But I'm sure it won't do any good. Oh, no? No. No, none at all. You see, she's much too deeply involved already to back out now.
3: So Penny's job with Mrs. Carlton has got her into trouble already, has it? Will Professor Rogers be able to warn her in time, or is Penny too deeply embroiled to save herself? What kind of trouble is she in? Be sure to listen to the next dramatic episode of Hearts in Harmony. Lady, did you know this? Did you know that Kroger quality beef is the best beef that's available on today's market? Yes, you can buy this beef with confidence that it will be deliciously tender and brimming with flavorful, rich juices. Get some and then wait until that family of yours comes home and the aroma of superbly cooked Kroger-quality beef greets them. Just watch their faces light up. Just watch the glowy mood it puts them in. Yes, Kroger-quality beef can make your dinner a meal that's sure to please every member of the family. So don't delay. Visit your Kroger store and get deliciously tender, juicy Kroger-quality beef. And remember, Kroger-quality beef is beef you can buy with confidence because it's the very best beef you can buy today. Get Kroger-quality beef at your Kroger store soon. Now your local announcer.